Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Virgo season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know that information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Virgo Season. That's a special episode called Divinity is in the Details. In this episode, I take you on a tour of Virgo's zodiacal energy and explore how it manifests in the world and in each of us. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and Virgo represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Virgo season episode linked from the show notes on my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount, and they'll grant you access to my expanded monthly reports, which include a special recording and a 15 to 20 page PDF that outlines the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles, and offers suggestions for how to work most effectively with the astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks, and leaving great reviews on iTunes podcasts. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 29th through October 2nd, I'll be offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington state. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year long transit, which begins December of 2019 and ends December in 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and great company. It takes place at the historic Southwester Lodge, a queer and female-run hotel made up of converted airstreams and travel trailers, and it's sure to be a -a one-of-a-kind experience. The retreat is quite financially accessible for the value, and I'm offering sliding-scale scholarships for queer, trans folks, Black, Indigenous, and people of color. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the Play and Learn section under Live Events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your Virgo season horoscopes. This is the audio horoscope and month-ahead forecast for Virgo season for the sign Gemini. Welcome, Gemini, to your horoscope. Please listen to the Embodied Astrology episode, the full episode for Virgo, uh, to learn more about it. This is an important sign for you, and in that episode, I'm going to go deep into how to sense Virgo and how to work with it somatically, energetically, and behaviorally. And... One of the reasons why 
I want you to listen, not just because you, like everybody else, hold Virgo in your chart, and uh, therefore it's an energy that you want to work with, and that this is Virgo season, so these themes are going to get kicked up, but because of where Virgo is in the Gemini chart. So for a Gemini solar chart, Virgo rules the fourth house. And the fourth house is the deepest place of the chart. It is where you come from, your root. This can mean your ancestry, your lineage, family of origin, um, families that raised you, early caregivers and parental influences. It is kind of the place where, or not kind of, it is the place where you know your place, where you belong to something. Um, this means tribe, it means culture, it means familiarity, and belonging is not always joyful. So we can be claimed by people, places, ideas that we definitely want to rebel from. Um, but there's still something very fundamental and primal, primary, to the impressions of those people, places, ideas. In your life now, this is literally your home, your sanctuary. Where do you go to rest? Where and with whom do you feel like you belong? And you can let down your guard and you can kind of be at your deepest interior. This is an important uh, place to have and it's one of the basic needs. If we don't have shelter, if we don't have a safe place, um, it's really hard to function mentally, emotionally, you know, in the world at all. So over the course of the next 30 days, there may be a lot of awareness about home, family, belonging, anchor, groundedness that comes into your awareness. Not just the sun, but also all of the other personal planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars will be transiting through Virgo. And when the personal planets transit through a sign, that sign becomes really personal. This might be a time when you're having lovely experiences with your family. Could be a lot of joy, togetherness, communication, love, motivation to be together. Some of you might really be doing some kind of home project. There might be a lot of awareness around um, whatever it is, whatever space it is that you are nesting in, that you're crafting to, to hold yourself and your kin. And for many folks, there may be kind of just a more general sense of coming into an awareness of these themes. And that awareness might happen through experiences that kick something up. Um, definitely a lot of people have a lot of trauma and baggage in their early conditioning. So it could be that this is a month that stuff gets stirred up. Um, but I also think that this is a month where you can make some pretty interesting and good and productive headway. So part of why I'm saying this, first of all, Virgo is a sign that can discern and discriminate and separate and categorize and organize. And as all the personal planets move through this part of your chart, I think you have a lot of energy to do all of these things with these influences of the fourth house. Secondly, as the personal planets move through Virgo, they are all going to make trine aspects um, and trines are helpful, lending, supportive aspects to other planets in earth signs. And the other two earth signs, Taurus and Capricorn, are really 
active right now with long-term, heavy-hitting, important planetary energy. So these trines from Virgo are going to stimulate the transit of Uranus through Taurus, and Taurus rules your solar 12th house. This is the place of your deep unconscious. The deep unconscious is... Uh, you know, what you can't access, but what still affects you. So you might think of it as a dream that you forget. You wake up in the morning and you have a feeling and you don't know why. You might think of it as a kind of collective vibe that you pick up. You go into a room, you pick up a vibe, you don't really know what it is, you can't place it, but you feel something. This is the place of your psychic capacity and your spiritual attunement. It's, it's invisible, so it's a place where you might have to have faith. Um, this is also the place where you come into contact with larger collective forces. Uranus moving through this part of your chart wants to help you awaken and liberate and get free. And as these planets move through Virgo, one of the things they're going to be doing is bringing your attention to these deeper unconscious uh, waves. So over the course of this month, you might get in intuitive hits about things. Things might just kind of click in, make sense. Um, you might start to see a lot of patterns in your family that help you identify some larger family patterns and stories. And all of these family patterns and stories are usually transgenerational. And so this is part of our deep unconscious. Um, these are memories that have been forgotten, but they still live in our bodies. Uh, you might also have psychic opportunities. You might have really amazing dreams, um, access to communication, or um, I don't know, again, symbolism, vibes. You could be picking up on a lot of stuff. Uranus can act kind of like an antenna and really open your consciousness to this uh, place, to this kind of liminal, invisible, mysterious place that is all around you. And again, the personal planets are making it personal. They are bringing it home, literally. Um, they'll also be forming trine aspects to Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn. And you have Capricorn in your solar eighth house. And this is another really personal, deep place in the chart. The solar eighth house has to do with your shadow. The shadow is a whole lot of stuff. It's a whole lot of really uncomfortable stuff, and it's also a whole lot of really exciting, empowering, deep stuff. This is where you get into complexity in your relationships, where you become emotionally uh, and psychologically entwined with other people, where you have to deal with your own insecurities, with your jealousies, with your fears, shames, phobias. This is the place of the taboo. So if there are ways of being uh, that you have shut out of your consciousness or things you want to try but you can't for whatever reason, um, that's this place in the chart. So as these personal planets are moving through your fourth house, one of the ways you might feel this is as more comfort, a greater sense of belonging and security and agency in the world so that you can open up the closet door, so to speak, or kind of lift the, the trap on that shadow space and peer into it. And things might not feel so scary right now. 
all of the earth energy is working together. So as you do one piece, you do another piece. As you work with the deep conditioning from your family and from your lineage, you work with your own internalized shame and entanglements and confusions and your patterning. You work with ancestral memory and your psychic space. So throughout the season, this is the, the predominant energy. And I really want to encourage you to check in with your body regularly and to make it a practice over the course of this next month to give yourself um, daily, multiple times daily, one to five minutes of just deep belly breathing. And that's all. Just simple, deep belly breathing where you bring your attention into your tummy. You focus on relaxing your belly as you breathe. Focus on relaxing your body as you exhale. This very simple practice can actually help boost your intuition and your emotional capacity and your own self-awareness so that you can do all of this deep psychological, spiritual work that I think that you are ready to do over the course of this month. Um, some important aspects or events that are happening this month on September 3rd the sun forms a conjunction with mercury and this is an important conjunction because it's kind of bringing a seed forward the main message if you will of mercury's recent retrograde so there's something here for me about you recognizing something that is very foundational to your experience something that you might need to do for yourself in terms of how you're thinking about things how you're sharing information how you're in communion with the people who are close around you, and what that means to your general well-being. On September 18th, Saturn turns direct, and Saturn has been retrograde in Capricorn in your solar eighth house since April. There may have been some kind of period you've been in for the last four months where you're reflecting and restructuring um, some kind of deep uh, agreement or vulnerability or intimacy. This could definitely come up in relationship where you're kind of trying to sort out what the terms are, how you're engaging, what you want, what you need, um, maybe what someone else is giving or not giving. And this could also really come up for you in terms of compensation and payment in a more professional sense or maybe through a debt or through an inheritance, but some kind of exchange of resource. Now, it doesn't just have to be financial. There could be some other kind of exchange that's going on right now. Um, the main message that I'm getting from this is that you get to let go of some kind of rigidity and holding pattern that you've been in for the last four months. And part of how you let go of that is by clarifying um, potentially a boundary or some kind of uh, energetic space that allows you to feel I'm going to say a little more, more responsible, a little more mature and um, like in yourself, like you're the boss of you. And that allows you to kind of like relax and you either get what you need or you don't, but you're okay either way, I hope. Um, on September 21st, Jupiter will form its third and final square to Neptune. 
This has happened twice before this year, in the middle of January and in the middle of June. So if you think back to those times, specifically think to your social persona and what your uh, kind of identity in the world is manifesting as a larger kind of public identity, how you're meeting people in your day-to-day, how you're coming into relationship, into equilibrium, into agreements with other people. This definitely includes all others that you have kind of equal relationships with or where you're trying to have an equal relationship with. Um, How do these relationships and how um, have you been learning through these relationships in ways that are shifting your sense of possibility in the world, what you're doing in the world, how you're manifesting, what you're building towards. So important time, uh, kind of the third week of September for some kind of movement in those issues. Finally, please check back in with me with Embodied Astrology on August 30th. This is the new moon in Virgo. The new moon is always a great time to set a new intention for the next 12 months as there is pretty much one new moon in every sign per year. So great time to check in with these very foundational issues and to set your intention for the next 12 months of building a more solid base, loving container, um, healthy family system, etc. And on September 14th, there's a full moon in Virgo's opposite sign. This is Pisces. This is the place in your chart that has to do with your ambitions, with your goals, with what you're manifesting in the world. So big full moon, um, you get to manifest when you are really supported and when you have a deep anchor and uh, feel a sense of belonging and can retreat to your interior. You need all of those things in order to do whatever it is that you're doing. So that's going to be a a big full moon for you. That's what I have for you for now. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in Virgo season.